We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. We will, uh, I don't know, talk about something. The World Series, the college football playoff rankings, and whatever else strikes your fancy over the next hour and a bit with you here today. Ole Miss on a bye week prior to the Rebels and the Crimson Tide on CBS at 2.30 on November the 12th. So still 10 days away from that. But an uh, interesting World Series game last night. Phillies knock off the Astros 7 nothing. Got some pitch tipping. Got some catching, some pitch tipping. That and... uh and more. Trade deadline was pretty blah. There was some moves, but nothing that made uh, any headlines yesterday for the most part in the NFL. With that coming out, and then Ole Miss uh, opening up at number 11 in the college football playoff rankings. We'll discuss that and more today. The Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, they're giving away official Ole Miss game day football jerseys. They are uh, giving away seven of them. One for every home game all season. Two remaining Alabama and Mississippi State. And every purchase you make at the Boy Scout location here in Oxford, that gives you a chance to enter into the contest, make a purchase, sign up, make another purchase, sign up again. Do that as many times as you want there to increase your chances to win one of those jerseys from the Alabama or the Mississippi State game at the Blue Sky here in Oxford. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number to call. You call it, you ask for my friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest up to you. You can take it. You can shop it around if you'd like. You can do what I've done multiple times now. We'll likely do again fairly soon. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guest will join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square is the perfect place. For your Christmas party or gathering, they can accommodate parties of 10 to 500. Great food with the Cajun flair, holiday drinks, and a festive atmosphere. Call uh, Jeannie Chadwick, 601-842-0948, 601-842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. We're like two minutes into the show. We're getting Dusty Baker frustration on the stream. Hey, and- you hired him. 
not going to get a not going to get a warm shoulder to lean on with you with Dusty Baker. Are we? It's, it's, it's I'll give you a big block of ice. He's a bad manager. In today's era, it's hard to be a bad manager because everything's total analytics. Completely, almost. I mean, there's very little feel left in Major League Baseball. I'm just glad he felt safe enough to take his gloves off finally mm-hmm. after two two years of glove theater. He was able to take his gloves off. That makes me happy for him. Did he? Or, I mean, not even him. Did the Astros not realize that it was being tipped? Because they left him in forever last I mean, night. Apparently not. Well, in fairness, they scored zero runs. So, I mean. So, once Philly had one run. That was enough. The other home runs turned out to be superfluous. Yeah. But there is a difference on at bad intensity down one nothing versus 7 nothing. obviously, if it's well, on the six. If you're Houston, the second loss was that Philly did not have to use their good bullpen arms. And the rain delay or the rain out helped Philadelphia more than Houston the day oh, before. Oh, for sure. Sure. I didn't get to see it. I followed it a little bit on my phone. I was I went to the first ten minutes of Ole Miss's basketball exhibition and then I went to Carson's soccer game. Yeah, it I turned it on, I guess, right as the second home run was hit and then stayed with it for a pretty good while for no real reason. I was just sort of glancing up and down and whatever and watching a little bit of it, but I don't have a huge rooting interest. Kyle, thanks for the super chat. He says, "At what point does Jimbo start tanking more than he already is?" I don't think he's tanking. I don't. I don't think Jimbo's trying to lose. Oh, I mean, he feels the pressure. He's trying like hell to win. Yeah, he just mean, can't. Look, did you see him? He looks terrible. I mean, he does look bad. I mean, he's, he looks as bad as a guy worth ninety-five million can look. Yeah, it just tells me he's super stressed. Looks super stressed. Looked awful. Acting terribly. Kind of lost his temper over and over, that kind of stuff. Being petulant. I think a story has been written on it. Why does he carry around the amount of paper that a law school student would use over the course of a semester on the sidelines? I mean, we got a full legal pad. The criticism of him is that he has to coach from coach from his notes. He has to coach from – he has to go back and reference everything. It's all there, but – it doesn't come to him naturally. I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. He can't coach by feel. Everything is fairly scripted. What was he like? Because, I mean, obviously he wins the national title with Jameis. What was he like the 10 years before that as a younger coach? I mean, he was known as an offensive mastermind in a lot of ways early on in his career. I mean, what was – I always liked him. Um, Jay has a completely different opinion of him. Um. I covered him at Auburn, and I covered him to some degree at LSU, and I always liked him. I got along with him, had a nice relationship with him. I mean, I, I you know, I'm never going to be the guy unless it's just brutally obvious, like it is with you know Kiffin or Sarkeesian, or where guys just have this natural feel for offense. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the guy who goes, "Well, this guy's a genius, and this guy's." Not. I mean, I don't know, beats me. But you're usually as good as your quarterback. But he was pretty good. I mean, they looked. They had some. I thought he did a remarkably good job at LSU with Jamarcus Russell. Simplified it down to where they could. say that's not the easiest coaching job in the world. No, and there were a lot of people around Jamarcus, a lot of voices in his. I mean, I know he's talented, but yeah, it was a ton of talent. But there's more to it than hey, I can throw the ball ninety yards. Who do they have this week? Florida. That's right. Florida. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. right. 11 a.m. You laying them? Um, I'm tempted to. Just three points. 
I think I get the better quarterback. Is that Carson's team on your chest? Um, it's his club team. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Somebody asked on the stream. Oh, that's what I two below football club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my assumption, but I was not one hundred percent. I saw we're not getting. Did I say we're still not getting Ted Lasso until like over into the spring or summer? Oh, is it not in December anymore? No, I, I read oh. something like a few weeks ago because I was contemplating a couple, almost not preview pods necessarily, but things to talk about with it. And no, it's. I don't know that there even is a certified date yet for release, but I think we're months away. Oh, that's disappointing. I think I'm right. I mean, I'll Google during a break, but I'm pretty sure it's not right now. Because I kind of was too. I was like, oh, we're right here. It's close. We'll do whatever and discuss the dynamics a little bit. And, yeah, no, it's disappointing. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to that. I'd, I'd kind of circled December 13th on my calendar. Um, In fact, my plan had been to download all of them and watch them like on the plane and stuff to Boise. So that's out. I have to figure something else out. That now. is that is that is out. I mean, I'm reading here from I don't know some blog or something. It says so. Is there any chance that all their premiere date is announced this month? We don't want to rule anything out, mostly because it feels foolish to completely negate the possibility. However, we're not going to we're not going into the rest of the month thinking there is news on a specific date right around the corner. The more likely scenario here is we get an approximate window this month. Thinks winter, spring, or maybe a specific month that we're lucky. And also, rather be nice to get our first bit of footage, even if it's a short teaser. So. Yeah, no, no date necessarily for uh, for season three for for that. Oh, bot's back. Oh, sure is. What did we do for that? Felt pretty tame so far. Yeah, I thought we were okay. Apparently not. Sixty nine mega dot com. Yeah, it's nice. Somebody in the stream's typing in right now. It worked. So, what's going on? Uh, I saw the odds come out uh, yesterday for the Auburn search. Freeze the uh, the odds on favorite. Um, a, little, a little freeze buzz yesterday. Why? I don't know. I guess here's my my better question. It's it's it always kind of cracks me up in the first days of a coaching search mm-hmm. because guys fall in and out in like four hours and it's like hold on a minute. Do you think everybody's just in a room and we're like throwing? Dark? That's not how this works. Like yeah. it's 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 so much guessing game bullshit early on that like. I mean, it, look, I think we have a feel for the people they're they're going to at least kick the tires on. Sure. Um, you know, but how much of this is John Cohen's search? How much of this is? Yeah, I used a baseball example with someone yesterday. If Jed Hoyer, the general manager of the Cubs, goes out and signs a utility infielder to a three-year, $11.7 million deal, okay? All right. He probably doesn't have to go call Tom Ricketts to go, hey, think about signing this guy. Now, if they get close to the finish line with Trey Turner, and it's, hey, this is going to be an eight-year deal worth $247 million with an option here and blah, blah, blah. Probably need to make a phone call. Probably going to have to talk to ownership a little bit, right? Because there's going to be a little different deal. So how much of this is going to be Cohen conducting a bit of a search? How much of this is going to be ultimately at the end where he has to sit down with the money people and go, okay, so here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm thinking about. And maybe they veto it. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Beats me. I don't cover Auburn. I did talk to somebody yesterday who said it should be noted that this is still really early I mean good for Jay and the people that are cashing in on a four week five week search kudos 
I would do the exact same thing. Go for it. Get your coin. But it is a little early to be like, this guy's the leader. I do, th- I do pay attention to Vegas odds. Yeah, sure. Because you can bet on them. I mean, people can put real money on that. Mm-hmm. So I pay attention to it. Now, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hostage to it at this point because it's early. Auburn head coach. I was trying to actually find the tweet. It was... Here we go. From... Let's see. Um, looking for it. They had freeze at two to one at one point yesterday. That's way too high. There's no value in freeze at two to one. No, no value, but it might be indicative of something. Kiffin eleven four. So yeah. almost three to one. Yeah. Sanders seven to one. Grimes eleven to one. Leach eleven to one. And they're not hiring Leach. Kevin Steele twelve to one. Stoops twelve to one, Rule twelve to one, Gundy twelve to one, Campbell fourteen to one, Urban Meyer twenty five to one. If you'd like to fly some money on par, there's some value in those twelve to ones. There are. There's there's a little value there. Yeah, Gron asking uh, how much is Cohen making MSU? Auburn paying him one point five when Allen Green only made six seventy five. He was around a million at Mississippi State. It was like somewhere between nine fifty and one one, but I forget where exactly on that scale. Yeah, I laugh at the people that act offended about him leaving to take what turns out to be a 50% pay raise. Oh, and just a better job. Of course. I mean. Of course. And he wasn't getting. Here's the thing, too. At one point, he was this favorite son that it almost felt like he had some lifetime contract. State was going to fire his ass if he made another, if he made a head coach hire that was poor after Leach. I mean, what do you do? Do you just sit there and wait for the axe to fall? I mean, because to not get fired, you'd almost have to hire a coach that starts finishing like third in the West. Well, who's doing that at Mississippi State? Nobody. Consistently. Nobody. So Dude, their situation their situation from a infrastructure standpoint is I mean it, it is because they're light years behind Ole Miss in the NIL market. It's dire. Literally, there is one program in the league. That is head and shoulders below them. You're only putting Vanderbilt in that group. Absolutely. And in fact, of the others, I think I might put them all ahead of state. You would pick South Carolina, Pedestal. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. South Carolina might be a little higher up than we're giving anybody credit for. They're 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 in pretty good shape. Who's twelve? I mean if state's thirteen, who's twelve? It's probably Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Missouri's ahead of state. They got Luther Burden. They did. They, they they have shown the financial wherewithal to get a couple of things done. That's true. Yeah, and then you get in a little bit of a hodgepodge after that. Teams that could be six to ten. I mean, who knows? Yeah. We could depend on how we want to do it. I mean, I think South Carolina's kind of. I mean, I don't. I don't look, people, they were an early mover with the yeah. some of the nil stuff. People do this deal with like, well, how much money? William Liston's not going to tell me how much money has been raised. So I'll tell you that. So I, I, you hear stuff, but I don't know. I mean, I, but I think South Carolina's, if there's a bell curve, they're on the good side of it. They're in decent shape. Doing a decent job. It's a hard job, whatever. But, you know, they're, they're solid. Missouri gets the college love from the whole state a little bit, being the flagship and the only one, but that is such a pro sports state. Sure. 
and especially in those city areas because they're close to Kansas City, they're close to St. Louis, up in that yeah. corridor. I mean, you got the Cardinals, the Royals, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are huge in Missouri. So, I don't know. But Missouri's ahead of state. I, my point is I totally get why John Cohen would leave Mississippi State for Auburn. One million percent. And he gets more money. And he gets a reset. I laugh at the internet stuff about how he's cutting some $10 million check or something, but does Tim Cook give a crap at all about this? I think so. I mean, that's what people tell me, that he's invested. I don't think that he's sitting around every Saturday living and dying on third and six, but think he cares it's not all academic in nature in your opinion but it's mostly academic sure yeah i mean i think he has put college football in its proper spot (laughs) which is something that most people can't say that's not a predominant uh thought in in all places z-o-u cole z-o-u buddy catchy yeah it's fine I like Missouri. Do you? Sure. Why? Great journalism school. Hey. It is. You want to move up, go there. I will say this. It is an incredibly good journalism school. We are very soured by the three or four complete and utter asshats that sour it. Consistently. At one point when Campbell said, well, I'm thinking about journalism, I said, well, number one, you're not. And number two, if you are, you're going. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean. You're going to Missouri. Yes. It is not the school's fault that we associate it with three or four complete and utter. I I think asshats is the right word. That's that's, that's pretty good. That's (laughs) That's not completely incorrect. (laughs) I mean, you know, there's, it's a, at the end of the day, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not criticizing the deal school at Northwestern because of two dudes that I don't really like. Sure. So, yeah. Anyway. George Rubb, the nerd, saved his job by winning at South Carolina. Yeah, he cooled yeah, it off for sure. For sure. They're not firing him. Why would you fire him right now? There's signs of progress. You fire him so that you can hire the next him? Then what? Start over again? He's earned more time. Give him more time. The quick trigger thing, unless it's a total disaster, the quick trigger is usually a mistake. Because you start all over. Why do you want to start all over? I mean, there's, there's signs of progress. They should have beaten Auburn. He didn't miss the kick. He didn't fumble the ball at the one-yard line. No, they've been fine. You're right. They, they have been completely He took his fine. team over there. They fell down 14 nothing, and they came back and should have won the game. They played Georgia with... They played Georgia to the final minute. Everybody disregards that. Like it didn't happen. It did happen. Not at the, I mean, in all seriousness, the PR difference in that program if they pull that off right now. I mean, they are like three plays away from us considering Missouri in a completely different light where, frankly, Drinkwitz is like an SEC Coach of the Year candidate relative to expectations and what people expected. I mean, it's, 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 it's fairly fascinating. I mean, he's... Of all people, Drinkwitz might be the guy who just goes to sleep at night going, God dang, like, so close. Because you lose to Auburn like that, 
Georgia beats you. What was the final? 26-22 where you kind of handled the game for most of it. Well, they certainly played a very respectable game against a, a top team. They would be 6-2 and two and 4-1 and one right now with those two games. Ranked like 11th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I get we're giving them two games, but we're talking about like three plays. Yeah. So you're firing him? No, he's he's fine. I, I don't know what was left on their schedule. I, I, I mean, they only complete no showed once, and it was against Kansas State. They looked like crap in Manhattan. No. But they ain't the Oklahoma only one. Oklahoma State says hello. Yeah. They ain't the only one. They've got – their finish is interesting. They could easily still not even go to a bowl. Who they got left? So they're four and four. Okay. Kentucky. Toss-up. Tennessee. No. New Mexico State. Win. And Arkansas. Toss-up. Probably six and six. Maybe five and seven. I can't get them to seven and five. They That's need to beat much. Kentucky to feel good about it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go into the last game against Arkansas having to have that one. Yeah. Be... Now, it's interesting. They have a pretty good matchup against Arkansas because they're a good run defense team. Now, you got to be really good against them. Their, their, their run game is solid. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the more interesting finishes for a year. Talk about just changing dynamics. I mean, he really needs Kentucky because they can get to six and six. He can sort of, kind of build off six and six, sort of as dumb as that sounds. At five and seven, you almost sort of it's an interesting thought because we'll do it off the break because it dovetails into something we kept in this kind of interesting. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com, six different flavors there for you, including their newest uh, arrival, the Lemon Crack Pepper, their signature blend, which is my favorite, the Spicy, which is the Louisiana Shrimp Bowl, a couple meals in a bag with the garlic uh, herb butter and the French Quarter Alfredo. MPW, that's the code that gives you $20 off your first order with Prime Shrimp. They also have their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, a lot like what's at the grocery store, except a higher-quality shrimp, from the New Orleans-based company. So, again, that's primeshrimp.com. If you're looking for a place to watch the games this weekend, if you're in Oxford or in the Jackson area, highly recommend Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Uh, dig into their mouthwatering made from scratch. Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40 ice-cold beers on tap. Also brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to deadsoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE. Get 25% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Uh, the College Corners are stop, one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations, that's what I was trying to say, in Jackson. One in Ridgeland, one in Flowood. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com for the ho- best selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue at 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. We'll have hand-raised guys tomorrow night. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. 
uh, Solutions RX is a probiotic multivitamin supplement company uh, created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. I've been using some of their products. Really makes you feel good. Takes a lot of that. Uh, if you're taking some high blood pressure medication, cholesterol medications, whatever the case may be, they've got some products that kind of help with the depletion of minerals and vitamins that happen in your body with those medications. To learn more, go to solutionsrx.com. Promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. And we're brought to you by Hawkeye Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye. They'll custom build your building to your specifications. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors. Hawkeye makes it happen. In house financing is available. Free delivery and set up within 75 miles of Hawkeye as well. 662 226. I'm sorry, 226. Yes, 2233. Or find them on Instagram or Facebook at Hawkeye Portable Buildings. Podcast is brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662 236 2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync free prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. You can also transfer your medications to GNM or a community-based pharmacy. They take care of everything after one phone call. Give them a little information, and it will be done for you at that point. So whether it be Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or GNM in Oxford, again, that's 662-236-2222. You know, the Missouri kid just fumbled, and I mean – it is what it is they, against Auburn. Um, yeah, he just dropped the ball. Georgia talent ended up winning out. Missouri kind of froze up for a little bit. But football is such a small sample size sport because one win, one loss, you play 12 times, you don't play 82. What is sort of the number to where we start giving bad or negative connotations to coaches in close games? Like, because, you know, you look at Lane, and we keep talking about all these coin flips, but frankly, he keeps winning most of them. Yeah. I mean, there's a thread on the board about it, and it's not wrong. I mean, you look over the course of his tenure, and typically when games get close, he's pulled them out. I mean, now, you know, and I don't think – it's hard to say, hey, you're not ever going to do that every time because there's lots of other damn good coaches, and you're going to lose plenty of games. Don't get me wrong. Some, However, at the same time – Some of it's luck. Some of it is luck, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I guess what I mean is at what point is it – hey, you kind of have a coach who does the right things at the right time and wins games versus, you know, over a two- or three-year period like with Drinkwitz. It's like, when he gets close, he kind of screws up sometimes. Like, I it, think some of it's personality. Yeah. Lane's calm, at least on the exterior, calm. Sure. Kind of cool. Team. You're not getting the crazy high or low emotional from Lane. And so, therefore, the team sort of follows that lead. Now, some of it's luck. Of course. You know, yeah, like yeah, – yeah. like, the play at Knoxville last year. He dropped the ball. It wasn't Lane Kiffin who made the ball go an inch too high. Yeah, sure. Right. You know what I mean? And so. Yeah, you could run bad for three weeks where the other team just catches everything and you go, ah, oh, hell, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I mean, if 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 yeah. Jonathan Cruz misses a kick, it's not because Lane missed it. Any more than when Jonathan makes it, it's not because, well, Lane made it. No, come on. I mean, when, when games come down to a play, there's a certain coin flip to it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when you win more of them than you lose, it says something probably for the, your mentality. That's about, that's about as far as I'll go with it. And you have good special teams because they do swing games. Sure. In ways we don't ever really give the right credit to. Right. We haven't talked about Jonathan Cruz's season enough. Well, I tell He you, has been phenomenal. I'll tell you what we haven't talked enough about was the 60-yard punt. That made it almost impossible. It like ended, it just took the game. It ended the game. Yeah. Whereas you shanked that thing, and they've got it at the 42, and suddenly – Yeah, well, now you're a play away we from go. the field goal. Yeah. You know, field goal ties that game. So you shank it or you kick it low and they return it. Totally different deal if you start that drive at your own 37 as opposed to your own six. 
Except 60, wasn't it? Yeah, he kicked 60. 60 yards, no return. Yeah, he boomed it. So, yeah, that, I'm not – I know people like doing the winner's win and all that stuff. I'm not minimizing. I'm, 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 I've said all along I think Kiffin's mentality is very good for that. I'm just saying you can't well, – I think it's a negative to freeze when he was at Ole Miss. He got tight. His team – And he would tight. get really, really high on games where they would really play well, but you can't do that 12 times. Right. So I think that in some ways leads to the loss to Memphis or like some of those games where it's like, God, they look like hell. But yeah, you weren't going to blow all your bullets on that in that direction. I mean, you know, because, you know, he was really good in 13 when they beat LSU and they were all beat to hell and the whole roster was out and whatever. And they pulled that off against Mettenberger and Jarvis Landry and all those cats. But yeah, when you it's almost like when the team doesn't get that from you, they go, well, I mean, okay. it's why I always push back. Always, when people do the, you know, if if only that fourth and twenty five, I'm like, no, you, you you don't realize how tight that that coaching staff was about to get. That LSU is a whole different. Dy- oh. They might win, but it's a they, different dynamic. They might win. Well, State would have been actually the one. LSU was not very good at that moment. Wouldn't have mattered. That was a blowout. It might not have mattered. I guess that's good. There, there were games left. Yeah. There was, there, there was stuff on the schedule. That game in Starkville was going to get some kind of tight because they played pretty loose that night. They did. Jumped out in the big league. And State was tight. Yeah. Had Ole Miss been tight too, man, all bets are off. Yeah. I just I saw that. You saw it too. Yeah, I doubt Lane's pregame changes much. It was mostly just – um, I don't know. I, I guess changes is the right word, but tone of message. No, I think his message is pretty yeah. consistent. Go lay it all out. Be smart. Don't be stupid. Yeah. But go play. Go work. Yeah. Pretty basic stuff. Pre-game speeches are so overrated. It's over in like My four God. minutes. I mean, give me a break. It makes for a Disney movie when it goes well, but... I mean, you can have the best speech in the world and still get your ass kicked in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, look, I like the little narrative because it's cute and funny. But six years ago tonight when the Cubs won the World Series, it had nothing to do with Jason Hayward's speech. Oh, come on now. It had everything to do with Kyle Schwarber got a hold of a fastball. Well, he got a hold of it because Jason told like, an right. inspiration came. and Because Ben Zobrist had a phenomenal at-bat. Down 0-2, fought off a couple of pitches, got what he was looking for, and discipline drove it down the third baseline. That so you don't think they won in Austin because they locked the gate and pick a fight, picked a fight? No. You don't? No. Any more than I think the Ole Miss baseball team won because someone gave some speech on the mound. They won because what's-his-face was dominant that, that day. Mm-hmm. I guess David has a good point. They do do it on the season every week. Yeah. Be physical, win the turnover margin. Let's go. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, I mean. All right. I don't know that Lane's ever going to come across as the great orator. It's not his deal. God, I forgot Ben Zobris was good. David. And I, I mean this as a compliment. He puts more thought into what he's going to wear getting off the bus <laughs> than he does what he's going to say to his team before they take the field. You think so? I, I would bet any amount of money. 
I don't, even, I don't even think Lane would challenge that. He doesn't have note cards in his pocket that he's been prepping for hours. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It it matters even it matters the exact same amount as what suit he wears off the bus. The difference is that one, you can turn into some recruiting stuff. The other is over the moment the words come out of your mouth. Because when you take the field and the action starts, you get back into your technique and your assignment and all that. You're not thinking about it. Coach Kiffin said, no, he was playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good point in the stream earlier. When's the last time the number one ranked team in the country is a nine-point underdog in a game? Never. I mean. Because it takes the poll mechanics of doing this where a poll is created in the middle of a week. Yeah. Because here's the catch. Had this happened last week, Tennessee wouldn't be a nine-point underdog today at number one in the country. You don't think? No, because you're, you're you're making too much money off casual betters. I mean, the sharps might get you a little bit, and that's where the money is. But college football game with a week like this, a lot of people are just going to throw twenty on it. Yeah, for fun. So perception does matter. They would in take this. the one ranked team. Yeah, yeah. I think you would have a lot more people take them at that point. For dang sure. Have you decided what you're doing with that game? Tennessee I, I'm, plus I'm, eight. I'm, I mean. Georgia's had another injury. I'm taking Tennessee. If I lose it, I'm fine losing that direction. And Georgia blows them out. I'll be okay. I mean, it's an emotional hedge for me. Yeah. So I'll take Tennessee. I might even like put put fifty on it just to ramp it up a little more. I'll either win money or get to watch a blowout. I know I should. I mean, I, I should I'm, feel some sort of way about Tennessee, but I don't. You don't. You're cheering for them. I mean, I'm not even. I mean, Rocky Top was blaring when I walked in yeah. this morning. The power tee is like laid out in Legos over here in the floor right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it's a. It's, I love it. I love me some balls. Smoky. Yeah. I'm going to sleep with my little smoky doll this weekend. He was an attractive dog with his blanket on Saturday. He was. He's he was, a good. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He looked like he'd rather be anywhere else in the world than right there in the middle of Neyland Stadium. It was awfully yeah. late. And it was kind of cold. And he, he's like, okay. I well, got guys. a feeling Smokey's a little pampered. <laughs> Probably was ready to curl up in his nice warm bed. And, yeah, look, if I lose the game and Georgia wins by 13, cool, sweet. I have nothing. It's fine. I'm not going to Boise. I don't care. I mean, I mean are you going to put Siski points on this? No. I don't bet SEC games. Oh, right. I keep forgetting that. That's right. Have would a, you if you could? Probably not. This would okay. not be on my list. Okay. There's some SEC games that might make my list. That but this not, is not that one? That would not be one. Yeah, speaking of the uh, the playoff rankings, Tennessee 1, Ohio State 2, Clemson 3, TCU 4. Is that right? Is that right? TCU 4, good good for them. I mean. Is that right? <laughs> I was walking into the pavilion when those things came out. I told Kyle Campbell, I said, is anything less meaningful than these right now? If there was never a, more of a made-for-TV moment, it was yesterday. There's so many more games to play. This thing is going to sort itself out. You know, no, never mind. No, Tennessee 1, Ohio State 2, Georgia 3, Clemson 4. Why is that? I went, oh, never mind. Okay, I know why. I'll explain that in a second. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Um, Here's what I hate, and it's because of our agate society with journalism, is it's really hard to find the actual poll. Like, everybody's analyzing the poll or doing – well, here's what we think the sh- poll should be. Like, you can't just get, just give me the damn poll. What is the top 25? I, I, I miss a little more like AP world. Like, just inverted pyramid. Give me what I'm looking for, and then I'll figure out what to do with it. I'm with you. 
drive me insane. I'm with you. Okay. So what's the what what who's what's the rankings? Tennessee one, Ohio State two. Okay. Georgia three, Clemson four. Okay. Michigan five. All right. Alabama six. Okay. TCU seven. All right. USC eight. No, sorry, Oregon eight. Oregon's eight. Oregon's okay. eight. Okay. SC nine. I mean, Oregon makes sense because they're only losses to Georgia. Sure. SC's nine, sure. LSU 10, Ole Miss 11. Okay. Yeah, sure. UCLA 12. Sure. Uh, everybody, I mean, everybody's going to play each other. We're, we're going to get it all sorted out. The other one-loss teams, Illinois is at 16, North Carolina's at 17, Tulane's at 19, Kansas State at 13, Utah at 14, Penn State at 15. Okay. Oklahoma State at 18. Syracuse at 20, Wake at 21. It's really a shame we don't have a 12 12. Well, see, that's where I was going and where I got confused. If the 12-team playoff format were in place today that we are going to get eventually mm-hmm. in a couple of years or whatever it is. So Ole Miss was the 10, so they would go play the 7? So here, yeah, here are the um, – no, they play the 6. So here's okay. what it would look like. Okay. If the playoff wasn't started today. Right. Tennessee, Ohio State, Clemson, and TCU would get buys because you have to be conference champions to get buys. Okay. I have no problem with that. No, cool. sure. It's fine. Yeah. Tennessee, Ohio State, I have State, no Clemson. problem with this hypothetical thing that's not going to happen. I'm good. But it does show us. Yeah, what it would look like. It okay. would be fun. Sure. So, first round games would be number 12, Tulane at number five, Georgia. That's your bad game, but we'll deal with it. Okay. Cinderella gets a spot, and I'm Oof. cool with that. They're always going to be the 12, most likely. Cinderella's going to walk into that party looking like <laughs> a, mil- a million dollars, and she's going to walk out like, <laughs> <laughs> you spent the night at Sal's and at ULM. Didn't you say you, have, you celebrate like hell when you get in and go. So what are we doing? We're going to Athens. Oh, mm. yeah. Okay. Well. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been to Atlanta, Georgia State. That ain't this. Um, Ole Miss number eleven at number six, Michigan. Sign me up. I mean, you're in. I mean, uh, I mean, you're my, my guy in Dubuque's watching that. Oh, he's. Now, you get a rematch here, LSU at Alabama. Okay. It's fine. We're all going to watch it Saturday night. Why would we not watch it again? Well, and again, at the end of the year, you won't have this rematch. This sure. is today. Right. Next week, we're going to do the same exact damn thing sitting here right now on Wednesday, and it'll be a different set of teams. Sure. And then SC and Oregon would be your 8-9 game. Okay. The SC-Oregon winner would play Tennessee. Okay. The Alabama-LSU winner would play Ohio State. Sign me up. You're in. The Ole Miss Michigan winner would play Clemson. Sign me up and win. Sure, probably. So then you got a Cinderella, and we're doing this. Is the whole, my point the the weekend? I mean, of, Ole Miss would be an upset in Ann Arbor from probably getting into the semis. The weekend of January one, when they played the four quarterfinal games, would be just awesome. And for what it's worth, the people are like, well, what about the Outback Bowl? Still play it. Grind does make a good point. Michigan versus this run defense would be a little bit of an issue. Um, yeah. Oh, it, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm really. Yeah. Just but the. We point, don't need to break down the matchup. My, That's not my the point, point. Is is that the, my cat in Dubuque? Is he watching this? Yeah, he's watching. He's more apt to watch this than he is the hey the Fiesta Bowl. And then Georgia against TCU in a quarter. Sure. You're putting four games on New Year's Day, calling them quarterfinal games. Stretching them all day long. And if you want to play other games on ESPN2 and ESPNU and go FS1, go for it. It's cool. 
or you play all those on New Year's on the 30th and the 31st so that you can spend the whole broadcast day hyping up the quarterfinal games, which is frankly what they would do. And we'd still watch because it's football. That's why they played two games on a Tuesday night on Maction yesterday because people will watch. If nobody watched, they wouldn't play those games then. Now, I'm not doing the Homer thing. I'm just kind of curious for that group of five spot. What does Tulane have left? Do they have a chance to run this? I mean, they are the highest ranked group I of five. I think they still have some tough games in front of them. Oh, yeah. I, if they win this, they by God aren't. They still it. have Cincinnati and oh, it's it's a it's a murderer's row. UCF and SMU and SMU, yeah, and Tulsa. Yeah, and you could lose all four, frankly. Yeah, probably not winning all four. I mean, it's. Willie Fritz gets to go into the building and go, hey, guys, look, you're four away, but that's a that's a task right there. Um, and it's at Cincinnati to end the season. Yeah, I don't, don't like the don't like the chances there for the Green Wave. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I did not watch any Maction last night. I never even turned it on. I didn't. Either. I honestly forgot about it. And it's the. Well, I was I, I was at high school soccer till nine thirty. And I don't know if negative is the right word. I don't know if it's. A, I guess it kind of is a negative. You know, I, I stream my TV. I don't have a satellite dish or anything anymore. So you're not flipping. Like you're choosing your game more than 
I'm not just like going down button on ESPNs until I find something I want to watch. That? Honestly, a little. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would miss that. Um, yeah. I mean, you can because like Saturday, I'm going to flip a lot. And, and and what I have to do for that, I use Hulu. If anybody's confused, <laughs> is I basically go through at the very beginning of a time slot, and it takes two minutes probably, and I select all the games and go to them because then it puts them in my recent folder. So then I can just go to that recent folder and switch between games. Yeah. Otherwise, you're literally searching. Yeah. Because see, like Saturday. Because if I just go to the sports function, it thinks it's helping me. Like I understand why Hulu thinks we're integrating and it's smarter than everybody else and it makes sense. But when I go to the sports topic to give me all the sports games that are on, it doesn't just give me what's on TV. It gives me every streaming game. Right. So I'm scrolling through. So you're getting St. John's yeah, versus Villanova like, women's soccer. Right. I right, mean, we're right. just clicking. Yeah, and see, I'm like, okay, no. I don't want to do that. Give me the channels. Like Saturday, I want to lay on the couch because I know what's coming. I know what's coming Saturday. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get my exercise in. I'm going to come back, and I'm going to be up in the attic. I know that's what's coming, right? I'm probably going to use that as an excuse to break out the Prosecco and a little orange juice and get that started. Ooh. And so about 2.30. Grand Marnier. Yeah, a little bit just on top. Just a touch. Yep. And about 2.30. She's going to be, hey, this. I need something for this. I need to go to Home Depot. I'm like, Let's go. And I know Home Depot is going to turn into, I'm also going to go over to this place and check this out. I'm cool. How about it? <laughs> and the house is going to be quiet because Carson's going to go do something with his friends. And it's just going to be me. And like it might rain outside on Saturday, which is going to make this even more likely. I want to lay on the couch and I want to have the remote in my hand and I want to be able to flip. I miss that, I think, more than it being in complete real time. And it, the real time doesn't bother me as much as it would bother Jeffrey or Dylan or somebody. they're tweeting. Yeah. I'm, but I will say this. In key moments of games, I will make sure I avoid social media to not catch the ending a minute before it happens. Spoiler. Or the other way sometimes. Like, if, I, if a team that I don't want to win is about to kick the game-winning field goal, I will look, and if they make it, I'll turn it off. And go, I'm not watching the end. Nuh-uh. Like Tennessee, Georgia lining up, I will catch the thing and go, oh, Tennessee's about to celebrate now. Hell no. Uh-uh. Yeah. On to Mississippi State. Here we go. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh-uh. I just, I want to be able to flip. I want to be able to flip. I, 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 I would miss the flipping on a day like Saturday. Yeah, you can flip, but it takes like three buttons. And I don't want to. I, I just want to go to, and it flips back to the other game. Because I'm probably quasi Saturday keeping the up. eleven o'clock window. You've got like four you're arrested in. Yeah, I mean now look, I'm gonna be up in the attic, but yeah, I'll be. You can time it if you but want. But I want to come down and check it out. I got Kentucky, Missouri. I'm interested in it. I'm interested in Florida, Texas A and M. Shoot me, I am. I don't know why, but I am. At six, there's there's four games I'm interested in in that hour. Yeah. Now I might not be in a mental state at that point to keep up with it. Sure. But I might. But it's on. So, Yeah, I'm going to look at the schedule. I'll do that in a second. First, about Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Go to the website, whether it be your tailgating packages for Alabama. You can order those now. It's going to be a busy day. So go ahead and get it out of the way, feeding 10, 20, or 40, depending on your choice. You can also uh, give them a call. But go to the website. You see all the different uh, accompaniments. You see the different um, condiments they have available and different things to uh you know, whether it be a holiday party, a shower, or whatever you whatever you need, they can help you out. They do a small batch artisanal cheese that's made in-house every single day. 
right there off Molly Bar on White Oak Lane, 662-419-9201. You can also sign up for their cheese class in the Delta. It's at the Travelers Hotel in Clarksdale on December 6th from 6 to 8. They uh, are taking it on the road. So a holiday-themed version of that on December 6th. Sign up on the website. Again, JohnstonHillCreamery.com. If your Saturday has a chance to look like mine might, I would recommend Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start, the warm-up patch used before or while you drink, overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover uh, while you sleep. All natural ingredients keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for uh, your next purchase. My uh, friend Clay McNutt owns uh, ACS in Baldwin, Mississippi, it's established in 2013. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Lamons Fine Jewelry is 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, serving the Oxford area for about 75 years. Whether you're looking for engagement rings or wedding rings or fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, gifts, collectibles, it's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LammonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Don't forget to get in touch with our friends at Pinnacle. They'll conduct a complimentary no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's MyPinWealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, Wealth.com. I uh, talked about the road to Boise. John Edwards made the road to Boise a lot more navigable. Made it nice and easy. We just said, hey, here's what we're looking to do. Here's our budget. Set us up. And he did. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun for uh, our listeners and viewers as well. I think we'll have a weekend full of stuff. And uh, John made that happen. He can help things with you as well. Just get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. And uh, he'll take care of you. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Also, Oxford's new Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party featuring fabulous food, craft libations. Let them host your company dinner or festive party event. Opa can accommodate up to 200 guests for cooking. I'm sorry, for catering or booking. I was reading catering and booking at the same time. For catering or booking information, contact Gene, 601-421-7147. Podcast is brought to you by Style Assembly, just off the square in Oxford. They can help you ladies or ladies in your life with their fall needs, no matter the budget, size, or occasion. Style Assembly is here to help you assemble your style to celebrate the Rebs after a win or to take advantage of the big weekends in Oxford. They're offering a great incentive to Rebel Grove subscribers, podcast listeners from now until the end of November. Win a $250 gift card to shop at Style Assembly. Help me out here. Help you out in the process. Just uh, to enter, you go in the store. It's right there off the square. Tell one of the sales associates or ask for Kate, the owner. Say, hey, I came to check out Style Assembly and what they have to offer. No purchase necessary, but maybe you get interested in the Gooder sunglasses. They've got uh, these fur, faux fur coats that are uh, very popular this week and much more. So they can help you with your future styling or gifting needs. Men, head in, take care of Christmas. Enter to win as well. So, again, that is a $250 gift card from Style Assembly. That's shopstyleassembly.com. Um, um, let's see, where was I going with this? Yeah, I thought there was even more than that at 11. There's like there's some decent stuff early in the day. I was trying to kind of sort my day out a little bit and was like, well, that's pretty good and that's decent and that's, I mean, everybody's locked on 2.30, obviously, but. I don't know. I'm pretty locked on the 6 o'clock. 
You're more interested at six and two thirty. I'm kind of interested in all of it. Okay. I get a Saturday of off, man. I don't have to write. I don't have to talk. It's gonna be great. And if it if it gets boring, I fall asleep and potentially have a World Series game that night. That would be Game Six. Game Six. Houston gets one of these next two in Philly. Well, if they do, I mean, Philly's got a chance to win it in Game Six. Nola tonight. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was bad in game two. He was bad in game two, so big game for the Astros kid. You think? Biggest of his life. Hey, like <laughs> That's why I'm in the chair. It's a big game tonight for the Astros starter in game four. So you're telling me <laughs> yeah. game four of the World Series when you're down two to one is kind of big. Yeah. Okay. Fly ball caught. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that broadcast school sure paid for something. Tennessee's in good shot, shot shape to make the playoff. They win Saturday. I mean, it's right there. You know, it feels like if Tennessee wins. <laughs> I, I am oddly more interested in Kentucky, Missouri at 11 than A&M in Florida. Yeah, I am too. It's a, such a weird pecking order game here. I mean, Missouri gets bowl eligible with a win. Kentucky's season has gone to hell. Yes. Does their season going to hell like this with Levis's deal make Stoops more willing to listen to other overtures? Yes. Yes. That there's a cap. Yeah. I've got the quarterback, and we're still sitting here it's su- basically tied with Missouri in the SEC. It's super early, but there are some rumblings around with them that make you go, hmm, this might not be sustainable. In Even the- though they did a really good job in NIL last year. They did. But is it sustainable? A lot of people can do a good job one year in NIL. Throw a bunch of NIL money together and go buy you some players. A lot of people can do that. Can you do it year over year? Can you keep it going? If the prices increase, can you keep raising the funds? At a place where people care about basketball. A lot. Yeah, they're not going to stop caring about basketball. Mm Mm-mm. They they care about it a lot, a whole lot. And in March, that care usually pays off. I mean, they're in it. And they're very relevant, and people are talking about them. And they get a lot of attention, win or lose. Well, no, if anything, Cal's underachieved. Sure. I mean, which is why it was notable that a lot of people took Stoop's side when he went after Cal in that back and forth. I mean, there was a segment that went, no, 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 we're, we're football. Oh. Probably haven't won as many tournament games as he should have. Well, he hasn't. I mean, you know, duh. tournament's weird, but. You're Kentucky. You should win more tournaments. You frankly games. should never miss the tournament, ever. Yeah, and when you get there, you probably should make Hang it. Hang around for a minute. You should make the round of 32. You, you should make the second weekend. Yeah, second weekend. And then after that, it's a coin toss, crapshoot, whatever. Yeah. You run into some hot team. And Somebody it, shoots 80% and you lose. Happens. <laughs> His tenure, and again, I, I get it's two games, what if, or whatever, but they were so good. His entire career and tenure is different if they could have just finished off that undefeated year. You know, they lose to that Wisconsin team. It was good, but should never have lost that game. And was it 15? Yeah. And Wisconsin played there. Was that Kaminsky and those guys? And they just played so well that night. Yeah. Day, whatever it was. It was not. It was late afternoon was, night. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Pretty sure that's correct. 
Yeah, yes. the, the Stoops job that's out there potentially is Iowa. You think he takes it? I mean, I don't know the man. Well, sure, just guessing. Um, it's his alma mater. What does that mean? I don't know. It's 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 the Big Ten, which is Iowa and the Big Ten have a higher ceiling than Kentucky and the SEC. <sighs> Probably, and don't hold me to that because I just don't. For all, I mean, the, they've gone to bigger bowls over yeah, the years. For all the jokes about Iowa, I don't. You're not inclined. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I think I've talked to Carson and then taking a college visit there this summer. So basically, a reason for you to take a college yes. visit to Iowa City is that what we're yes. saying? Because Carson's not going to Iowa. No, no. he knows that. He is the conduit for you to get the campus tour is what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I'll go buy a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how that's actually going. But He'll sure. have fun. I'll find him a good burger somewhere, you know. I'm going to guess there's a couple pretty good restaurants. What do you eat in Iowa? I mean. Corn. Corn. I'm, I'm going to guess they've, I'm going to guess they've got some pretty good couple of good restaurants in a college. Because yeah, like if you're going to Wisconsin, eat a brat. Like Yeah, sure. When in Rome. Like. Yeah. So we'll we'll figure it out. We we've already kind of planned out a little little trip. Oh really? Yeah. Why not? Does he have any idea of where he wants to go? Not Is that really. starting to even sort of take mm, shape? Not really. I mean, if he's a baseball player he decided four years ago. So Yeah, I mean if he was a baseball player he'd already like <laughs> be have a college weight program from the program <laughs> that he's been committed to for three seasons. Yeah. Have you ever asked, like, does Carl, like, in, in their recruiting pitch, here's how we're going to get you through puberty. Also, this is what we're going to do for your acne. Yeah, when, when I know he's in a really good mood, I'll call and be like, hey, talk to any coach pitch kids today? <laughs> Shut up. It's like, just saying. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's the youngest? He's like, I don't know. I'm not answering. Quit. Nuh-uh. I was like, do you hate yourself a little more today than yesterday? What do you think? When you see that 13-year-old with acne and you're like, I'm about to offer him a scholarship, do you – do you just hate yourself just a little bit? It's getting worse. I know. It just keeps. 11-year-olds. I mean, you can find class rankings for like 2029 right now, if you would like. It just keeps keeps trickling, keeps trickling down. I'm just telling you. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Connor Rub says, I had a former boss of mine with a ton of corn, potatoes, and pork chops. Yeah, I'm I get it. Completely. Yeah. That, but no, he won't go to Iowa, but we'll have fun. Take a visit. He's young. I mean, he knows two campuses, right? I mean, he knows the Ole Miss campus a little bit, and obviously he knows the Arkansas campus, but I, you know, I don't know what he wants to do. I, he mentioned a career in sports the other day, and I yelled at him. Did you? And I rarely yell at him. I was like, no, 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 no. Go get a job, make a lot of money, find a really pretty girl, and spend your – if you want to go to sports games, go as a If fan. you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Go as a fan and sit in, the, sit in a luxury box. I like Culver's, but yeah, I'm not one that goes, hey, God, when I lived in the Midwest, I'd eat Culver's every day. I mean, it's a burger. It's, it's, yeah. It's fine. It's, it's a burger. I mean, the truth is there's only so much you can do to make a burger, like, super special. Yeah, I would assume Iowa loves some pork. It's all yeah, good. I would think so. I like, I like pork chops. Yeah, I think it's underrated. Some people are like, oh, no, no, no. no it's a, underrated. A really, yeah, a really it's, good it's, bone-in pork chop? Yeah, it's underrated. right is good. I mean, I'm kind of guilty of it, too. I don't know that I order it at restaurants very often, but. No, I don't either. But I can acknowledge the 
tastiness of a of a of a good pork chop. Sometimes a good pork chop's better than a steak. Yeah, Daniel, I was being facetious more than anything else with my quote. Look, you can, no matter what the job is, at some point, yes, it becomes a job. There is some sort of drama or issue in any profession at some point. Sure. I mean, if you're dealing with people, eventually people piss you off. Yes. That's bottom yes. line. Yes. I mean, and when you get in sports, you lose your fandom because it is such a job to where you're not doing the pageantry thing every Saturday well, or whatever, you, too. You lose your weekends. Well, that you too. lose a lot of nights. There's there's stuff for people that work in sports fields that I don't think sometimes people completely get. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you work if you work for a major league baseball franchise, six months out of the year, you're it's A, you're working around the clock and, and I don't know, there's just a lot of stuff. It's not there's stuff that there's stuff that your family this isn't whining, it's just stuff that you use every job has pros and cons, right? And like what we do, there there are some cons. Like you're not taking your your little girl to games. She got to work. We are up to uh, eight suspensions for Michigan State after the melee in the tunnel against Michigan on Saturday. Yep. Still, have we had an answer on why the Michigan kid was by himself in the tunnel? What yes. happened? He had gone in to have an X-ray or something. He'd gotten hurt. And he was has, was leaving because again they used the same tunnel. Was being cleared from the X ray. Was going to where he was supposed to be, but to get there, he had to go through that passage. Oh, so he wasn't involved at all. He was a victim. Give me some files. Some. Oh, his mother is talking about filing lawsuits. Right. Yeah, reading from ESPN, they say uh, the AD, whatever his name is, and Mel Tucker on Tuesday announced four new suspensions. Uh, two defensive ends and two cornerbacks suspended indefinitely. Previously, Michigan State had suspended li- a linebacker, a safety, a defensive end, and a corner, including, I believe, their best defensive player is in that group. Um, Jadim McBurrows was the Michigan kid that was, uh, frankly, assaulted um, in this. So, Including Crump swinging his helmet at him. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if he was skipping or not. You can't, Come on. You can't assault somebody. We we have to stop normalizing stuff like this. You, it that was it was an assault. It's one of those deals where I don't care if he was singing and dancing and skipping. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter. You can't physically assault him. Harbaugh has handled it really well, and it shows you how serious in nature. Because there's no like, you know what I mean? There's no like overblown. There's no joke. Like it's just no. There should be charges. We really are whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's been. Very direct and to the point. Yes, from Harbaugh. I mean, the Michigan AD the very first night when he said this just can't—it's it's unacceptable. He's right, unacceptable. Harbaugh, and it, I think it took some success because it was weird at Michigan for a while. He didn't finish even runner-up in his division for like four years or something. He's become his normal. He's not a caricature anymore. You know, for a long right. time we thought he was sort of this cartoon because he wasn't really being himself, and everything was. A little hyperbolic and up there and showy, and we talked about the khakis and those satellite camps and drinking milk with the steak and spending the night with the recruit. And I mean, he deserved all the crap because it did. was ridiculous. But he's just a good football coach now. He's sort of leveled to an took extent. Him, that, took him some time, but he kind of found his path there. And now it kind of feels like, oh, I mean, they're very good now. He went after that Vikings job last year. He did. 
and he there's rumors that he's going to go after NFL jobs this cycle. And if he gets one, great. But sure. yeah, that's a, it's a totally different. But I'm, am I willing to say Jim Harbaugh is a hell of a football coach? Yeah, yes, sure. I am absolutely. I think he finally just chilled out and got in his own skin. He took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. He's taken Michigan to the playoff. I mean, he's still a weird dude, but he's he's done a good job. I mean, yeah, but it's a it's a field full of weird. It dudes. is. I mean, how many football coaches have you ever met in your life, honestly, where you're like, yeah, that guy's just a normal guy? Yeah, there's 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 a few, but they're few. Yeah, I mean, that I've covered. Matt might be the closest. He's it. Yeah, that might be right. I mean, Tuberville was close to that. Terry Bowden was nuts when I covered. Was him. it really? Yeah, just nuts. But he was it was paranoid by that point. Okay. Um. Tuberville was Tuberville was pretty normal. Houston Nutt was paranoid. Hugh Freeze was paranoid. Matt was really nice guy. Probably too nice. Lane's Lane. Mm-hmm. Saban was Saban. I mean, I covered Saban basically for better part of a season. He's the same then as he is now. Yeah, just I mean, but nobody would nobody would watch that and go, that's that's normal. That's that's the, that's just like the guy down the street. That's like Mr. Johnson down the street. Nobody no, no, come on. Different people. They're wired kind of differently. To be really successful, I think you have to be wired kind of differently in that field. So Harbaugh, yeah, it's kind of weird, but he's winning. Winning a lot. And they might be the team that nobody's talking about. I mean, they just got to beat Ohio State one time. They have a perception issue because of the way they got dominated in the playoff last year that we're going. The playoff? Yeah, they, it was, right? Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. But Georgia's, yeah, Georgia's good. Yeah, I mean, Georgia choked them out, and we kind of ran into a buzzsaw. I did, but I didn't watch that and go, you know, if they were just coached a little better, it was no, kinda, no, no, no. Nah, it was a little talent deal. Yeah, they ran into that defense. Uh, Andy Kennedy. Yeah, Andy's pretty normal, but Andy's got Andy's pretty driven, dude. Now, it's almost impossible <laughs> to get to that level without being so driven. Yeah, Andy's it, it, Andy's intense. It, Andy's intense. I mean, you you see the funny and all that stuff, but that is one intense. He human does being. a good job of turning it off when he can turn it off. Right. Yeah, you see him out and about, and he's funny and jovial and whatever. But then, yeah, when it when that button's on, it's on. Yeah, he'll scare you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's got an intensity to him. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, NESPRC, service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the 1 gig that's in the Clark Ford studio. I've got it at home as well. You can stream multiple devices, do whatever you want with the uh, 1 gig. Very fast internet here in Oxford. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, pro controls, network sec- security, and more. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County, as well as parts of Pontotoc or Union Counties, if you did not previously have internet, let's give them a call, 662-238-3159. Um, I've got a mailbag up at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, residential family homes, 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. Also brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. If you're uh, looking for a job, they can help you. If you're looking to hire someone, they can help you as well. It's always free for the candidate. 
uh, payment of service solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. 662-832-5138 or check out the new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept <clears throat> what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward. Chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental's helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson, services the entire state of Mississippi in all commercial asset classes, such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. Uh, our guy B.B. Mitchell is the point man to get in touch with. They take great pride in their attention to detail, professionalism, and hard work. So for all your commercial real estate needs, call uh, B.B. 601-934-5008. If you're looking to diversify, you're looking to leave the corporate rat race, gain control of your income and schedule, MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy Ledecky guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. If you hate your job, your boss, your pay, you feel stuck, get in touch with my guy, Andy. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. It's also a great place for events, parties, that kind of thing. So get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. If you care about it, I'm not going to spend 30 seconds on this, but if you care about golf, uh, Patrick Reed is suing people again, the uh, the Masters champion from a few years ago. He is now suing tons of uh, journalists, basically, because of what he believes to be reputation and other damages to his his persona, if you will. So good luck. Don't like his chances. No. It's very hard to prove those. I mean, go it's, for it. It's it's as I learned back in Com's Law years ago. If you sue a if a celebrity is suing, you have to have said something untrue. You had to know it was untrue and do it for malicious purposes. So good luck. Yeah, um, it's just tough. That's a that's a that's a very strict. Um, interpretation that you would need to uh to do is yeah kyle porter who covers golf for cbs he says patrick reed is now suing shane ryan uh hatchet which i think is a publishing company new york post fox sports doug ferguson and the ap to quote protect his loved ones from the likes of shane doug and the rest of the jackals <laughs> who make their sorry and pathetic living spreading lies and false information about him wow he's a little angry He's always angry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's <laughs> Will Farrell going, he's an angry elf. <laughs> Went through my mind. <laughs> I, don't in a slight way I think that movie's a little overrated, but I do find parts of it really, really funny. It is it, a little it, overrated, it but there are parts that are just great. Yeah. Are you going to watch this drivel that is Christmas story too? We get a sequel on this uh, Christmas Story too. Yeah, not Christmas Vacation. No, the Christmas. You know, the twenty-four hour TBS or whatever channel it's on with Ralphie and the BB Gun. They are doing a sequel that. <sighs> no. Look, some people are dying on this hill. It's like their favorite Christmas. Movie well, there ever. are people who sit there and watch that thing all day long, and I don't get it. It's. I think some of the same people are even in it, right? It's been. Forever ago, right? 
HBO Max dropped the trailer for A Christmas Story Christmas, which stars Peter Billingsley on Tuesday, just in time for the holiday season. While there are no fluffy pink bunny pajamas or rifles featured in the trailer, viewers are given the gift of Billingsley reprising his role of Ralphie Parker with Ian Petrella, Zach Ward, and R.D. Robb returning as Scott Farkas, Flick, and Schwartz, respectively. The film also marks blah, 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 which is set in the 70s, features an aging Ralphie returning to his hometown with his new family in an attempt to reconnect with his childhood after the death of his father. A film is considered The film is considered to be separate from the 1994 sequel It Runs in the Family and the TV musical A Christmas Story Live. So he needed a payday. It was initially considered a flop. The, the original was initially considered a flop upon its release, but has since become a beloved holiday classic. Debuts November 17th. I'm out. Yeah. I'll find something else to do with the 195 minutes or whatever. Or, no, sorry. Hour and not, you know, oh. whatever. 95 minutes. Sorry. You're about to say, well, hold on a minute. We doing <laughs> three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's a lot of Ralphie. That's a lot of sorry, Ralphie. You have a hard time milking that story. <laughs> Yeah, I'm out. No, no. Do you ever watch that and find it anything endearing about it, or do you? Are you so? I mean, I get the point. It just doesn't resonate for me personally. Like, I understand what they're trying to do. I understand why it works for some people. Well, here's the deal. And you, I think, I haven't fleshed this all the way out. So maybe I'll end up changing my mind in a month when we get into the Christmas season. I really like Christmas movies a lot. I do. I really, I really like a lot of Christmas movies. I do too. However, there is a reason why most of the Christmas movies we don't watch year-round a lot like the turkey and the dressing. I mean, right. there's very few where you go, you know what, July 8th, here's what I'm going to do. Like, I got it. Um, I think we got her at the same time. So. Okay. Yeah, look, I, Creed will continue to take my money. I just don't think there should be another Creed. I mean, that's the deal. I will watch. You got me. I will admittedly give you my nine ninety five to go to the theater and watch the movie or $12 or whatever it costs these days. But are you a little frustrated that they made it? Yes, it has no bear. It, it, the, the cannon should be closed. I mean, what are we going to do? Is he going to lose to set up Creed Four? Jordan directing, is that right? I don't know. The last one ended so perfectly. It should have closed the entire series. I walked out of there going, all of my friends are good. Everybody's fine. I'm good now. I don't, I don't think you can even drag Rocky Balboa back into this. So now we're going into the post-Rocky Rocky, and we're dragging up some part of Adonis Creed's childhood. Still dominating the boxing world, Adonis Creed is thriving in his career and family life when Damien, a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy, resurfaces after serving time in prison. He's eager to prove he deserves his shot in the ring. The face-off between former friends is more than just a fight. To settle the score, Adonis must put his future on the line to battle Damien, a fighter who has nothing to lose. Well, in real life, no, you wouldn't. You would never fight this person. Well, in real life, the guy that goes and spends years in prison probably isn't coming out as a world heavyweight champion contender. He'd be a little rusty. I mean, Mike Tyson did it, but he did it after he was a champion. Yeah. And frankly, was never the same fighter again. No. And Tyson's Tyson. Yeah. 
Yes, Michael B. Jordan is directing Creed Three. I thought that I had heard that somewhere. Oh, they're saying Rocky's dead in this. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I know he's not in it, but we can see. Why do we need to do that? Why you got to tell me he's dead? Why can't I believe he was just with that, the Italian restaurant woman or whatever, and we go. move on with our day? There you go. He, he. I don't need to know that. You're exactly right. See, this is this is what I'm saying. They 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 took Rocky and his estranged son, and, and they they showed you the spoiler. They showed you, spoiler <laughs> alert. Three, two, one, go. They show you the scene where he lets him in, and his grandson's there, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool." Like we all like felt this little thing, right? Sure. It's going to be okay for Rocky. He's not going to be lonely anymore. And maybe the the woman from the restaurant, maybe they're going to live out their golden years together. He's always going to miss Adrian, but you know what I mean. Sure. You felt good about it. Um, Adonis had made peace with. His dad and all that stuff. It's all good. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's not real life. It's a movie. Let me just leave it there. It's why when people like talk about bring the office back, I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want him to come back. It ended just right. I got to know that everybody was kind of okay. They made a pitch at Stallone to appear in Creed Three, and he said that he felt that the character story had already been flushed out and told, and he was his decision to not take part. Well, Sylvester Stallone is exactly right. The story of Rocky Balboa was completely told with the exception Does he have to sell the rights to Rocky for Creed to be a movie? I don't know. How does that work? I'm just a sports writer. I know. I'm just... Yeah, I I don't know. I guess not. I guess there's enough intellectual property change. I'm going to guess Sylvester Stallone has made so much money off Rocky that he's cool with it. The residuals on Rocky are pretty good. I mean, I got to think. He's getting checks every month. Now, that's the damn series that you'll turn on on a Saturday, on a sleepy Saturday. You're laying around, and you're like, I'm kind of... Well, look, there's a reason for decades. TNT would go, you know what? On this sun, su- Sunday, we're showing all five of those damn things. <laughs> back to back to back to back to back, and it's 6 o'clock in the morning. You know, somewhere they're like meeting in conference rooms going, hey, three months from now, we got to figure out. And he goes, just Rocky. <laughs> Rocky. All four of them. And five like, of them. Whatever. Rocky yeah. three comes on, and you're like, God, this sucked, didn't it? And then Rocky four comes on, and you're like, I am in. And it works better on TV than the movies. <laughs> it's a Wednesday and a bye week, guys. It and we're an hour and a half in. It's it works better on TV when they show them back to back than it does at the movies. Where when the new one starts, it shows the end of the previous one because you're still kind of hyped up a little bit. Like you get to watch him knock out Clubber Lang at the end of Rocky Three. Yeah. Spoiler, and I know it's from 1983, and. When four starts, we get to watch it again, and you're hearing the music, and you're doing the whole deal, and you know the Rocky Four shows like the gloves, the Moscow, and the Russian, and the and the American gloves knocking together, and you're like, oh no, we're we're, we're good I'm, now I'm for in. an hour and a half. Yeah. In the movies, I feel like it was a little bit of a waste, and it's not like I watched any of them in the theater except for the recent ones because I was born in 1983. But in the movies, the movies are kind of short. I almost wonder a little bit, was it because they weren't, and I don't know the answer to this, maybe somebody with more Hollywood knowledge knows this, early on, were they not, were you wanting to make sure people were caught up, or was it a plot device to simply lengthen the movie? Because a lot of those early Rockies were like 90, 92 minutes, 95 minutes, I mean, they were pretty short films. So was that, there had to be a reason why you were showing the fight from the previous movie to get into the next movie. And I wonder if that was to make sure everybody's aware or if that was literally to make the movie longer. And maybe both. Maybe. 
Because I guess you did have some people that were starting out with. And Rocky, there's no internet. I mean, with Rocky Three, right? You know. Yeah, as it became more popular, how'd you watch the previous ones, VHSs, and and I when mean, you you know there was typically two years between the films too. Yeah, I wonder if it was literally there to just go. Okay, I get you guys. Hey, it's been a minute. Here's what happened. You've been trying to solve your Rubik's cube. Here's a reminder. Here's yeah. what happened the last time. Well, it's why you know TV shows that get popular mid-season. We'll go back and show extended previews for like episode fourteen. And if you watch them the whole way, you're like, "What the hell?" It's like, but no. At that mid-season season break, they picked up two million viewers, right. and we're catching you all up here. To this is what Sam and so, Diane did. So and what whatever. happened was, yeah, 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 sure. So, yeah, I, I I don't remember where Rocky Four was filmed in the snow. I don't I don't remember where they did that. Is that right, Jackson, Wyoming? Is it? That's what, that's what oh. Daniel says. Okay. Makes me want to go there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, sorry. If the movie's from the mid-80s, you don't get a spoiler alert. You, it, that, that's completely on you at this yeah. point. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know that Rocky... Yeah. Beat, if you're mad at me because I say Goose dies in Top Gun, like, look, that's on you. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I've told all of you, I had in high school, I had a, I had a, I had a classmate that legitimately got mad at a couple of us because we mentioned the boat sinking in Titanic. Um, Rocky Four showed you the difference between natural outdoor training and machine training. It did. <laughs> it did. One's all juiced up. Yeah, I mean, Rocky never saw a steroid. No. I mean, Sylvester Stallone. Your body looked like that. If you'll go outside in the mountains and run and lift. Pick up rocks. You will look like that. Yeah. Running, by the way, okay, I'm, I'm just stopping. I pray to God I'm hitting the, I'm hitting the end button. He climbs a really, really high mountain in the middle of Russia. In a bomber jacket and twenty baller hiking boots. Hold was, on a minute. He was a badass. Hold on a minute. Badass. He's summited in a bomber jacket and like boots I'd wear out to like chop some logs or something. All seriousness, how juiced up were those two guys for that film? Oh good God. Cause you just don't look like that normal. That's the most juiced up he was in any of them. I mean, because, you know, Rocky Three, he actually kind of slimmed down. He lost weight. Right. Rocky Four, he put it on. Yeah, in Rocky Four, he's huge, and he still has like a 30-inch waist. And you're like, dude, what are you? You are like so... You're, there are so many needles. It was a different time in the 80s. A lot of, a lot of chemicals. A lot of stuff. A lot going around. No, I swear to God, true story, Michael. She was... It, Titanic, she did not know the boat sank. It's a true story. It wasn't a joke. You can get out and chop some logs, look like look like sly. I sort of, well, I did not grow up on a farm, but family, yeah. You can get out chop there, some logs. Chop yeah, some sure. logs, get one and carry it around, run. Yeah. Run through Hatley. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point, G. I mean, yeah, I'm not typically doing a ton of manual labor, but that's fair. <laughs> get some calluses on your hands. Have them from golf clubs. Uh, <laughs> all right. You'll be ready. Yeah. All right. Back tomorrow. Jeffrey joining us tomorrow morning on the show. We'll talk some football. Big weekend. Ole Miss is playing, but there are a lot of games we're interested in, as we said. So we'll get into that and more. Neil's picks up tomorrow morning on the website and whatever else happens at rebelgrove.com. So enjoyed it. Thanks for buying the stream, and we'll talk to you again very soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.